What's up, guys? This is Jenny and Alex here, Hi. and we are going to be talking today about being new to Anchor. Yeah, and you can find us at JennyAndAlex.fun. Woohoo! So, Anchor <laughs> is a new platform for podcasting uh, with a collaborator to basically join you. Yeah, so, well, I actually think that is the part that's most fascinating. So, I mean, there are some other podcast platforms out there. We have been doing some podcasts with our own, you know, desktop setup, garage band and stuff. But what I find fascinating about it is, uh, number one, is very easy to use, it's cut and paste. And second is it's connecting you to fascinating people around the world. Right. Yeah. So we would highly recommend people check it out because there does need to be a critical mass for this thing to work. <laughs> so then we can talk to you. Yes. <laughs> and we just want to share a little bit about what our experience has been so far after one full day here of connecting with people on Anchor. Yeah. And this has really been our first day to do this. Yeah. Like what I find it um, really interesting is people actually do it for very different reasons beyond my fascination of right. what it could do. Like, why why do they use this to connect with people? Is that what you mean? Why yeah. they do this? Okay. Well, well, I like mean, what? yeah. Like, for example, um, Eddie from South Africa, he's a filmmaker. Um, he's been doing film commercials uh, for companies like Red Bull, and uh, he's trying to do a new one-minuter uh, commercials on Instagram. Uh, fascinating uh, conversation that we had with him. And he do it in order to overcome fear. I'm Eddie, as you mentioned, and um, I'm from South Africa. I'm a self-taught um, film editor, photographer, and uh, filmmaker. I did uh, videography. We started. I started uh-huh. really small. Um, I started with my brother, and uh-huh. he's old, he's older than me. I'm the youngest in the family, so uh-huh. we 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 shooting for clients. Like we got like a few clients. We worked with uh, Red Bull. And we've worked with Grasshopper and we've worked with African Leadership Academy. It's the, it's a school. It's an entrepreneurial leadership school. <laughs> I work in this industry where, where there's a lot of people. You need to be, have open conversations with people. You need to learn how to socialize. With me, um, I'm an introvert. Okay. Um, I enjoy my own space. There's, there's some days where I don't do well in like, parties when we like go to parties or when we're shooting after shooting i don't just sit down and have a chat with people i just like just trying to get out so i think like <laughs> I, thought, <laughs> I thought anchor would help me socialize better you know just having a conversation with people it will get i'll get used to just like having a conversation with someone mm-hmm. and then building that good relationships yes i am learning this year has been like very tough i've been like going out of my box trying to speak to people and then some some conversations are really awkward people don't like small talks out there so i just learned that the hard way it's just amazing that you can use a platform like this to actually help train yourself to be more comfortable around other people and talking to other people yeah well i mean it definitely would serve that purpose yeah. but i've never thought about that yeah it's interesting have you? no <laughs> yeah and i mean i have to also say since we've been talking to people through the through the anchor app it does also help us to get more fluent into the way how we would talk to people i think so yeah, yeah. so i think eddie will become really good podcast host i think so <laughs> at the end for of it sure. yeah and another fascinating conversation we have was with uh castro community oh that's right about mm-hmm. helping people as a mentor through 
Anchor. So you are new to Anchor? Well, I guess two months, no? Oh, two months. Wow. So have you been exploring around and doing some podcasts already? Yeah, I've done probably like 40. Oh, wow. 40 of them. What are they usually about? Oh, normally they're pretty much about trying to break the Mahood mindset. Like just trying to to show pretty much how how important mentors are. So pretty much every time I talk to someone, I end, we end up talking about who were their mentors or who helped them get to wherever they're at. Or like, for example, I've talked to a lot of Indian men that, I mean, are obviously in India. And they tell me how much, I mean, their their parents are involved in their life. And I'm just trying to, you know, bring that conversation up because in here in Philly and, and in a lot of areas, a lot of young men and a lot of young women don't have both mentor, both parents there, or they just don't have a mentor because their parents might need to work two or three jobs, or maybe they're on drugs or, or whatever the issue. But a lot of times, kids don't get that attention. So your podcast will be like conversations with them, or um, are things that you are trying to um, um, teach, ta- teach them? them yeah. If I mean the most important points are just pretty much just making people aware, like, hey, everyone needs a mentor. And then experience then if I talk to someone that actually has had their parents or has had positive role models, you know, I I, I question them about it just to get a better understanding. And I guess that, that could be documented. And another interesting conversation we had today was with El Dopino Fuego. Uh-huh. And we were talking about the intersection of social change and sports, which are things that he's a, very, very interested passionate in. passionate about. Mm-hmm. And it was specifically the Take a Knee movement and his unique take on that. Could you tell us a little bit about yourself? A little bit about myself. Um, I guess you could say I'm an energetic person. I'm an athletic person. And I'm pretty much a people person. I like to get out. I like to talk. And I like to... Uh, hear people's ideas and try to make life better. I have a question that's uh, sort of our barbershop uh, sports race relations question, kind of all in one. And that is, um, you know, you're a sports guy. You're a, you're a athletic guy. What do you think about the take a knee movement? Now, I'm a black man. I'll preface my, my answer by saying that. But if you look at a business entity, a business entity is not by the United States Constitution. Although you would want people to uh, be cognizant of your concerns, or but you have to remember that as a company, there's a multitude of people that are in that company. As far as something like Take a Knee, I think they, there's a better way of doing it. Mm. So uh, do, you, do you think there's a more appropriate way of voicing their, let's say, protest? I think there's a I think there's a more appropriate way because if you really think about it, okay, there have been people kneeling throughout the national anthem prior to Colin Kaepernick. It was just that when his uh, protest, when they found out what his protest was for, that's when they really wanted him to stop kneeling because he had been kneeling the year before. Mm. And if you recall, Tim Tebow, he's kneeling all the time. Yeah, because he was praying, so or he was emulating praying. We don't actually know. So that was something that they supported. It's just 
when it was a cause that was controversial because the NFL, what's their moniker? The Shield, right? Right. What does law enforcement go by? Mm, the Shield, yep. So we've been having a lot of issues with law enforcement and the community, but the NFL stands with law enforcement. The NFL stands with the United States military. So how could they deviate from that position when they already made their position, you know, clear? Right. I just think that there's a better way. There's a stronger way to do it. And if you really wanted to protest something, you just wouldn't come out on the field and play at all. That'd be a very powerful statement, you know. I think that'd be the best that'd be the best statement they can make. Right. But people won't put their money where their mouth is. They they want you to be able to um, share with them in the responsibility of the call that they're making. And that's when the lines get blurred right there because us, we, me, my people, black people, we have a lot of grievances, but we would, we sometimes overthink the process where we think that people should feel the same way as we feel about their, our grievances when sometimes we need to be like escrow. Sometimes we need to be like a fair and impartial third party that sits back and looks at both sides effectively and evaluate what's going on with both sides and look at the strong complexities in there and find a reasoning, a bargaining point, because it's a carrot and sticks game. It's got to be give and take. And there's no way to re- you know, redo over the past. We can only work towards the future. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. For sure. Amen, dude. Yeah. Let's get together and let's make a better future. Let's say, hey, we know about that. There's nothing we can do about that. We're sorry that happened. We weren't the people that did it. Um, but let's look at it this way. Hey, now that we know that that crap went on, let's not do that anymore. I'm so Hey, bro, I'm sorry you feel that way, but I'm not that person. Yeah. Let me show you who I am. And then we can go forward. Absolutely, man. Mm -hmm. That's very well said. Yeah. And finally, what better way to end the podcast than with a delicious cup of coffee? The story of coffee from Mr. Binali. I had an idea to open up a coffee shop called Bean Alley. But uh, Bean Alley stuck with me, so I just put it one word. And so, so basically, I say it is the richest journey you'll ever taste. As my motto is, coffee comes from a journey. It's a story. How it was founded in, in the 1400s, somewhere deep in the, the Kaffa Mountains of Ethiopia by a young goat herder who saw his young goat eating the cherries and jumping around the village. And they was like, what's wrong with him? <laughs> and, it, and then somebody got the cherry. And, you know, during that period, you know, they were, a lot of the elders and the earthmen were very interested. And that's just what they did back then. They would just take those different leaves and and and, and eat them. And, and and did you know that in uh in historically in Africa, the caffeine in the, the cherry, which is in the pulp, that's the caffeine in, in the in the pulp. They would take it and put it into chocolate, and they would have these these little chocolate bars that, that they had created 
man, hundreds of years ago. Mm-hmm. Oh, so, hey, wow. First Snickers bar right there. <laughs> <laughs> so if your head is spinning now, like ours is, with all these crazy different directions, I mean, this is sort of one of the coolest things about Anchor. Yeah, I think so. You never know what you're going to find. Yep. It's all blended up. Mm-hmm. You go in the cloud and you find someone to talk to. Yeah. So we're going to keep doing it and we're going to keep you guys posted. Yep, and until next time, we're going to bring you some more interesting fun. (laughs) And some bizarre silent moments. Until next time. (laughs) Bye-bye. Bye-bye.